a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, A Faith That Conquers Fear. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. A lot to share with you this morning on this beautiful God sent Sunday morning and a brief time to share it. We're going to backtrack just for a moment. I want you to go back to 2 Timothy, the first chapter. The 6th and the 7th verse. 1st Timothy, I'm sorry, 2nd Timothy, chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. The Bible says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear is a spirit. Fear is a bully. Fear is a stalker. Fear stalks our dreams and our ambitions. Fear is a teacher of doubt. Fear is also a teacher of unbelief. And God has not given us any of that. So when you think about where is all this fear coming from, since we know it's not coming from God, it has to be on reserve in the heart of man who trusts God only up to a certain point. And when we trust him only up to a certain point, then the obvious question then is then what? Now what do I do? I think it's best to just trust him all the way. Because he knows the way that we should go. We don't. We're still trying to figure it out. But God figured it out and finished the end from the beginning. Fear, being the bully that it is, being the stalker of our dreams that it is, being the thief, of our hopes and aspirations has not come from God. When we talk about fear and fear in God, that's a whole other subject because that right there is reverential respect when the word says to fear the Lord. But when we talk about this spirit of fear, this spirit of fear is evil and it came from the enemy. Now fear causes stress. 
Mm-hmm. You may know somebody stretched out. Fear causes anxiety. A lot of people today are having anxiety attacks in grocery stores, in the workplace. People are living in fear. Fear of sundown. Fear of growing old. Fear of being left alone. Fear of things changing and getting out of control. We don't have to fear. We don't have to worry. God is still alive. God is still on the throne. And God has no wasted motions. So we need to stir up the gift of God and get excited about life. Anybody in here excited about life? We need, to, we need to stir it up and we need to get excited about life because what has been has been. What is is now and what's going to be will be shaped by our hard mind, will, prayer life, and emotions. Paul says, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee By the putting on of my hands. Why? Because Timothy was a fearful individual even though he was a pastor. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. But of power and of love and of a sound healthy mind. Fear causes anxiety. Say that back to me. Okay now when you look at verse 7. No fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So there should be no fear. And if you have fear, it did not come from God. It came from the adversary. Amen? Amen. Now, now I, I need for us to look at this. Go to Philippians, the fourth chapter, verse 6 and 7. We're going to run a plethora of scripture so that we can all get our minds right and tight this morning. Grown folks sleeping with nightlights and, <laughs> you know, scared of roaches and would tear a house up behind a spider. God has not given us the spirit of fear. All right, are you in Philippians, the fourth chapter? Do a takeoff on verse six and seven. You'll find these words. Be anxious or be careful for nothing, but in everything, somebody say in everything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now that's a mouthful. When the word is telling us don't be stressed out over nothing. Don't let nothing stress you out. Don't let your husband. Don't let your wife. Don't let your children. Don't let your bills. Don't let anything that you are interacting with stress you out. Be anxious for nothing. But. A connection conjunction. In everything. Well when it says in everything. That means don't miss nothing. In everything, how do we handle fear and stress? In everything, by prayer. And supplication, telling God exactly what you need. By prayer and supplication, watch this, with thanksgiving. 
We need to be thankful for what he's already done. We need to be thankful for where he's already brought us to. We need to exude thanksgiving every day instead of waiting for the last Thursday in November. In everything. Tell your neighbor, in everything. So God is saying the best way to not be stressed out is to don't be anxious for nothing. Nothing. If it doesn't come on Monday and you, you don't say all this stuff and it doesn't show up on Tuesday and, and you're going to make God bend his will to yours, you're stressing out. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. And I tell you something else, God never fails. There is no failure in God. God cannot fail. It is not in his character. It is not in his divine makeup. God cannot miss it because God is God. And the beautiful thing about Jesus, when he walked the earth, he was the son of God. He is the son of God, but he operated down here as the son of man to show us that we don't have to stress over anything. Now, I don't want to get off task here, but, but, but when the Lord was attacked in Gethsemane right before Calvary, the pressure was so great on him until sweat ran down like great drops of blood. They all, Jesus almost hemorrhaged, but he wouldn't let go. He would not let go. And see, so many times we let go because it seems hopeless. It seems like God is not coming. And it seems like our prayers are not working. And the pain is still in our body. And the man still won't. The TV from Renaissance. You know, it's, 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 it's always going to be something in this world because we are here. But this is an amazing statement. Don't let nothing stress you out. Don't be anxious for nothing. But in everything, somebody say everything. I can't hear you say everything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, it'll blow your own mind, you being so cool, and everything around you is crumbling. The system is designed for everything around you to crumble except you. <laughs> I, I think dealing with the word of God oftentimes we think that this is not for us. He must be talking to somebody that ain't here. No, he's talking to us. He said, don't let nothing stress you out, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Now stop right there. Hold the pickle in the mail. Because the, the word is saying, once you let your request be made known unto God, forget it. Now I wonder how many of us can really do that and just walk away from it and say, God got it. Then maybe you can sing with the choir. I've seen him work. Uh, I, I know that he's done it before. And I believe he's got the power to do it again. And I don't believe that he's brought me this far to leave me. What God is trying to do is to teach us how faith works. Faith works not on what we see. But what we believe. Oh man, listen, it's time for the benediction. Faith operates on what we believe, 
not what we see. So if we believe that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, then why are we stressing? And we just got through praying. So there's something wrong right there between praying and not believing. Stressing, praying, and not believing. So we need to make up our mind. I'm getting ready to open my mouth, and I know that God's ears are open unto my cry. And I'm getting ready to dump all these things that have come into my life over on him because he's also my scapegoat. Oh, yeah, I can, I can give it to him, and he's not going to fumble the ball at the one-yard line. He's going to take that bad boy all the way. That's why he said, you have not because you ask not. So tell your neighbor, stress is not what God gives. Amen. It's what he delivers us from. Okay, now watch this. So by letting our requests be made known unto God, we have no stress. If we believe what we just got through praying. Amen. And, and everything is not a prayer moment like when, when your mind is under attack. You don't have to find somewhere just like, uh, you know, to pray just like the, this song said. This old woman was going down the highway and she felt like she needed to pray. And so she saw this house over there. So she went over to the house and she knocked on the door and someone came to the door Another woman came to the door. She said, excuse me, ma'am, do you have a closet? And said, the woman said, uh, yes, I do. She said, may I use it uh, right quick? Say, yeah. So, so the woman said, well, what do you need my closet for? Say, I need to go into the closet and pray. See, you don't have to be in no closet to pray. When, when, when it comes to your heart, pray, release it. If we could just be happy, if we could just be sound in our mind to know that everything that comes my way today is a challenge to my faith. It doesn't mean that God is going to leave me because he can't do that. If God would leave either one of us, he would break his word. He's not breaking his word. God has seen us at our worst and lowest point and he never left. He has seen us at our highest point and he never left. God is not like people. He is not departing. He's not leaving. Because that's his nature. He's committed to us. And something was said right there. Y'all act like y'all Presbyterian. See, don't have me going through all these denominations in the church today. <laughs> okay, now watch this. And let your request be made unto, unto God and the peace of God which passes all understanding. That's what calms you down, not that nerve pill. Your prayer life will make everything line up. And when things get under pressure, it's the enemy coming to make us believe that God didn't hear and that God didn't answer. Man, the Lord said, before you open your mouth, before you call, I'll answer you. We got a friend in Jesus. No need of being stressed out. If we could only believe that God wants us happy every day. And that what comes up against our faith is an attempt for us to disbelieve. And to come up with another way of handling the situation. It's not designed that way. Because when we do that, we're putting our intellect over his word. And after a while, you're going to run out of what you think you ought to do. 
but then the gun. <laughs> okay? So if, if we want a peace of God that passes all understanding, even our understanding, then we'll have a prayer life. Amen. Amen. Let your request be made known and then forget about it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you still here? And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep a garrison your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. How many of you all have ever seen a football game, basketball game, or whatever game, and the umpire shows up and makes a bad call against your team? You lost it in the den now. Because from your vantage point, the guy was in the end zone. But from the referee's vantage point, he didn't quite make it to the pile on. And so therefore, it was not a touchdown. But because it's your team, you don't see it that way. And you're fussing auger and you go through all these changes for what reason? Because you think you're right. You see what this word right here where it says, And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your heart and mind. That word right there where it says shall keep the peace of God that pass all understanding shall keep. That means to garrison. That means he's the umpire. That means he sees the play. And he calls it for what it is. Now if the Lord was in the business of destroying us because of the things we do, we wouldn't be in church today. So God is saying, I've given you my Holy Spirit to keep that stuff out of your heart. To guard the door. To umpire, to referee your life. So that the things that come upon you won't stay with you. I was hoping I didn't just have to get down and squall today. You know, just, you know, get on down to it. But the Lord says, I will umpire your life. I will referee. And I'm not going to let nobody get over. Oh, man, listen. I'm not going to let nobody get over on you because I'm the referee. Somebody give God some praise up in here. I'm, I'm the referee. And those thoughts that you got in your heart and mind, I didn't. You let them in. Because you thought you could solve them. The peace of God that passes all understanding. You so cool and you at the funeral. You know what people say? She didn't love him. Why you got to be tore up from the flow up. To show some kind of emotion. When you know the word and the person was a believer. We'll miss them, but there ain't but one casket. That means you ain't ready to go with them. <laughs> Stay with me now. When we talk about fear and anxiety and, 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 and misunderstandings and, 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 and hard words spoken and things done to us and all that, the Lord said, listen, come talk to me and then release it. I'll take care of and I'll perfect that 
which concerns you. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. This is real word, uptown, up close. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Don't fear man. Don't fear what man will do unto you. Walk by faith and not by sight. Now, since God will keep our mind in perfect peace, if we keep our mind stayed on him, a man with perfect peace, with perfect peace, how do you get there? I prayed about it. Then what did you do? I, I, I left it alone. Then what did God do? He took care of it. But I ain't seen nothing. I don't have to see nothing. I got to believe something. Oh, come on now. I, I, I don't have to see nothing. I have to believe something. So then what do I believe? I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And he gave me a cell phone to contact him anywhere, anytime. It's called prayer. It's called prayer. If I pray and don't doubt, he'll surely bring me out. Can't get a witness up in here. So now we know that Paul says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power. Now wait a minute. When we talk about power, we talk about dunamis. We talk about exousia. We talking about authority and ability. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. If I decide to sit up all day and look crazy all off the wall, I made the wrong decision for my life that day because what I am doing, I have connected a needle to my, to my arm and all of my life blood is flowing out. I'm weakening myself thinking about all that stuff. Which means then that I don't want to go nowhere. I don't want to bathe. I don't want nothing to eat. I don't want no company. I'm not answering no phone. I don't want to be bothered. I just want to be by myself. Ah! Now we're getting isolated. And once we get isolated, the enemy will move in and kill your joy. And take your mind in a whole other direction. You don't even know where you are. You don't even know what you're thinking about. But you're making all these decisions and God ain't no way in it. You call that a great disconnect. If he's an umpire and he rule our heart and mind, then we letting all these thoughts in. We letting all these thoughts in. And we letting them in. You know why? Because we think we're smarter than God. So eventually we're going we're to conclude whatever the situation is. But the only problem is when you let it in, your peace goes out. Can I get one witness in here? <laughs> when you let that stuff in, your peace goes out. And in order to get your peace back in, which by the way is a fruit of the spirit, when, when, see, we, we already got peace. Amen. If we're a believer, we got God's peace. And the only way to operate in it is to operate in it. I know it's unfathomable just to think about I can be at peace every day. 
That, 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 that thought right there by itself is mind-boggling. That I can really be at peace every day. I can really have joy every day. I can really be fulfilled every day. But you know what? Every time we wake up in the morning, you have to watch that first thought. Because that first thought will set the pace for your whole day. Because as we think, so are we. So, when we talk about power, we have to understand that this Holy Ghost power that is in us, that God gave us, that came in great power and demonstration on the day of Pentecost, and that filled us with this power, is also authority and ability. And ability. The child of God has unlimited ability. Amen. We keep catering and caving in to our flesh because in our flesh dwells no good thing. So if no good thing is in my flesh, why am I all in the flesh cussing people out? Why am I all in the flesh trying to figure life out? Why am I operating in the flesh? The flesh won't be with us. Today's message, A Faith That Conquers Fear. FC 2687 FC 2687 is now available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. 
If you say those words and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.